Welcome to Opinions and Beer. We're your host, I'm Adam. I'm Tyler. And this is Ed Ray 1416. Hello, morons. Morons! That's your freaking stick. You're going to stick with it, aren't you? Until I have my heart attack. My God. I see those food porn pictures you keep posting. You mad, bro? <laughs> yeah, you mad, bro. Why are you so into the food porn? Because it's funny. Like comedy. Food porn's funny? Yeah, it's more it's more comedic than anything that I've seen on stand-up. We, we know you've been craving that shit ever since you started drinking powdered milk. Well, it's hard times, man. You gotta survive by drinking the powdery stuff at times. Man, you, you've never heard the Aquabat song Powdered Milk Man and how it tastes <laughs> like the bones of zombies? <laughs> oh, that's a talk about, talk about an epic ponage on the part of Adam. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Uh, that's the that's the reason why he's uh, craving the. Uh, the oh meat. come on! Don't lie. You you like that? Uh, you like those burgers that I posted on there? Oh yeah, I'm I'm jealous. I'm like, well, where is he finding these burgers? I want these burgers. So here's to a heart attack, man. <laughs> we yeah. should should we have a bur- uh, We should have a live stream burger cook off one day. Like not a cook off, eat off. Like a burger off. A burger off. <laughs> a burger off. <laughs> well, it's pretty obvious that Vincent Von Crow would eat me under under the table. In a in a burger off, I would eat you under the table. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, anyways, after that little chatter right there, we've got two beers today coming to you from Buxton Brewing Company in Nederland, Texas. That's like down the road. Yeah, it's well about thirty five minutes from here. Thirty five minutes. They're actually opening a second location. Uh, in the heart of Beaumont, and so uh, they're they're actually the the fastest growing brewery in the area. Uh, so it's pretty crazy to see that happen. But a lot of it has to do with the fact that they 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 kicked off with food, and food's a big thing in this area. And so if you kick off with like really good pizza, of course you're probably gonna grow faster than the other breweries that are just beer. It's sure, <laughs> sure, sure. so uh, and so uh, in in light of that, we've got two. Beers of the day, and they are Easy Breezy Blondale and Strawberry Strawberry Blondale. So we've got their Easy Breezy Standard Blondale and the Strawberry variant of the same beer. Well, I mean, that doesn't sound too bad. So uh, we've got you a second glass because I know you're sitting on that crow call ale. Oh yeah, yeah, that stuff's good. You know, it's it's very good. It's it's like you know. It's almost like a kingly beer. So let's—I guess we'll—we'll—we'll we'll, we'll, we'll kick it off with the original variant, the Easy Breezy Blonde, coming at five point five percent in alcohol by volume. You see that the—they have that nice—they have that this pug is there is the Buxton um, mascot. All right, mascot. So, so we got ourselves a little mascot going on. So a refreshing blonde ale with a hint of sweetness. A hint of sweetness. Food pairings, Texas barbecue, grilled cheese, smoked salmon, and of course, a Buxton pizza. That smells good. Hey, that's an all right beer. 
You know what I mean? Easy Breezy Blonde. It's, yeah, it's, I, I, can, uh, I, I can dig down on the name Easy Breezy. Oh, yeah. Like, it seems like it works. This is a... Uh... Yeah, it's it's very it's very like a like a light beer, which is which is what a blonde's supposed to be, and but it's an ale. This is like this is this is you know out of all the beers we've had that everybody said like oh it's a summer beer. This is the summer beer. Oh yeah, They're like yeah, this is the most summery out of all the summer beers that we've had in my opinion. This one's light. I could drink it even if I was scalding hot. You know what I mean? If I was burning up, you know, like if, I was, <laughs> if I was sitting in a room with no AC and somebody <laughs> handed me one of these, it, it totally works. <laughs> <laughs> it totally works for me. Ed Ray, I see you sipping on that um, that little thing of it. Uh, what are your thoughts on this Easy Breezy Blonde? Well, it is light. I believe it or not, has a has a little sweetness to it. Yeah, I was I was getting that. I, I was getting that that little bit of sweetness actually. Is it the light malt? It's like a malty sweetness. You think? Oh yeah. Comes on through the foam. Oh yeah. Really good. This is a, this is a, this uh it tastes very similar to my to to the uh, that beer right there, the opinions and beer beer. I mean, perfectionale. If I had to give it a if I had to give it a ranking, I give this a six. Yeah, I give this. And a you six. know what? It's 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 four. It com- it comes in a four pack of sixteen ounces, so it's bigger than twelve ounces. Right. And it's only it's like nine bucks. Yeah, it's not nine bucks for four sixteen ounce cans. Not bad at all. Yeah, especially if it's craft. I mean, it's craft beer. It's craft beer. It's nine bucks for four cans. I mean, sixty. Yeah, tall cans too. It's not like twelve ounces. What was it? What, thir- four more, four extra ounces. Four eight nine to twelve. Four eight nine to twelve. Sixteen. So an extra. What? No. Yes. Am I retarded? Yes. <laughs> no. So what happens when Adam takes too many beatings to the head? Basically. It's it would it's a five and a half pack if it was all twelve ounces. <laughs> it's a five and a half pack. <laughs> five and a half pack. <laughs> I mean, I don't I ain't, I can't hate on that, you know. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. Um, I'm, I guess uh I guess we'll sip on this while we uh, discuss. I guess begin the topic of the day. The topic of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we are on to the topic of the uh, day. Man, Von Crow, you're not really religious, are you? Um, no. Not yes. Uh, uh, I'm a. Uh, every Tuesday, some Mormons come over. Oh yeah. Yeah. That 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 sounds fun. <laughs> well, every every Tuesday now, and y'all are over some Tuesdays, and they, they show up late. They showed up late one time. I was like, people were just here. Y'all could have showed up. <laughs> Why? But, well, I tried to get them on the podcast, but uh. But they had to go ask the uh, their elders, and the elders told them they couldn't. And then I found out from an ex Mormon that's because that they would have had to prove every single like question and s- answered sentence. They they would it would have to be scripted. Uh, <laughs> like it would have to have been like a complete yeah. scripted podcast. And, and, and here and here at opinions and beer, we aren't scripted. <laughs> Not at all. And so and so they were like, oh, we can't do it. Uh, Our elder, the elder said we can't, but apparently that the, uh, they're 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 a very strict religion. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I find I find it crazy, I, but I just uh, I don't know. I just I, I'm, I'm the reason why I keep inviting them over, I guess, and they keep asking me because it's very we have very odd conversations, obviously. Right, <laughs> and right. So they come over, they sit back here, and they're like, "Why? Are you, 
why are you talking to us? I'm just like, what? I'm trying to learn more about y'all's, y'all's yeah, stuff. And that, that's, that's not what they want to hear. They don't want to hear that you want to learn more about it. They want to hear that you want to join it. I know. You that's know what they, they keep trying to get at that, too. And then they're like, well, they're like, they'll, they'll read a passage and, and like, do you believe that statement? And like, I guess. And then they go, so you believe the whole book? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, that's not how that works. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, that, that's, what, that's what always annoyed the shit out of me, personally. That's what always annoyed the shit out of me, yeah. is the whole, like, um, if you think this one passage is right, you must think the whole book is right. Yeah. And it's like, they, they try to twist, e- like, my personal experience with them is they try to basically twist everything you say <clears throat> to fit their meaning. Yeah. So if they say like um like have you ever prayed to God and your answer is like yeah I've prayed before when I was younger and they say like uh what did you feel 100% regardless of what your answer is they're going to look at you and be like um you could say fucking anything. Like, you could say, like, I don't know. I sat there for, like, an hour praying, and then I felt hungry. They'll be like, that feeling of hunger that you felt, that was him. That was God. He was trying to tell you something right then. And you're like, really? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, no, that's what it was. You were praying, right? And you were like, yeah. And they said, like, and you were in your room for, like, an hour. And then you got hungry. He was letting you know. And you're like, so you'll just do any amount of mental gymnastics whatsoever to make it seem like what you're saying has merit. Well, it seems like they're trained to do that. Yeah, though. no. This it's is definitely... one. Yeah, it's like um, it's like those people that live in like those uh, like occult communities. Yeah, you know where they have like you know like a cult society yeah. where there's one leader and everybody's got to listen to what he says. They're they have like a pamphlet. They have like a like whenever you work for telemarketing, there is a script of things you have to say and things you can say and things yeah. you can't say, and they. You know, they conform to it very well. Yeah, they, they kind of were like, we can't get off. <laughs> they kind of told me last, the last time, we can't get off uh, script too much because we got we have another thing to go to. Because basically, I guess they they have, they have like a they have like a, a schedule now where yeah, like they, they see me, then they go straight to an atheist that likes to hear them talk to. <laughs> so, so <laughs> well, that used to be me until they invited me to the church. Oh yeah, you know, and then I went up there, and um, when, they, <laughs> when they asked me like, "Oh, how did you feel about that?" I was like, "Yeah, it felt like a giant waste of time." Well, I, and then I try to like tell them like, like they they kept reading stuff, and like you see that, I'm like, "Well, yeah, but that's like," and then this is. This is just all plagiarism of the New Testament. Like, I don't know your third your third book is just a plagiarized version of the New Testament. Well, and, and, well, well with its own stories. Well, yeah, know? well, it, with, with stories that take place in fucking North America. Yeah, and fucking South, <laughs> fucking South Dakota. I mean Utah, because we all know South Utah is where all well, the no, magic they, they, is. Well, they, well, they, well, that, that's where they uh, evacuate evacuated to. Well, the, you mean they were kicked out of the rest of the country? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were kicked out of the... Well, that's where they have to go to to get uh, the official training. Yeah. This, the, 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 big, the big church yeah. in Utah where they get the magic underwear. Yeah. My, uh, my two Mormons are from... One's from Idaho and one's from California. And the one from California is related to one of the like the big leaders of the entire Mormon church. Yeah. And I thought that was crazy. Oh, yeah. But uh, but I like it. I like but then again, though, doesn't he have like 50 fucking kids? It's not hard to be, <laughs> yeah, no, right? it's not hard to be related to him. No, I'm sure he's like a fucking cousin. So it's like, I mean, you know what I mean? There's like so many of those running yeah. around. But uh, I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm fascinated about how like 
why what made them choose to like because they they you when you become a mission for a missionary person for the Mormon thing it's two years so it's a two year dedication you have to go out for two years yeah and like and uh, I, I'm just like like I don't know it's just crazy he like left Idaho and he's in Vider. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? no, that's how I feel about a lot of these people. But then, I'm but like, you came to do your mission here. But they had a third. So when they first came over, they had a third person. I'm like, why is there a third person? Should there be two? But anyway, apparently, that guy was with them because they were trying to find him a new partner because mm-hmm. his partner was waiting for uh, was waiting for their um, passports or whatever to check through so they could send them to Japan. And I'm just like, how do you feel that this person got sent to Japan? And you get sent to the ass crack of Texas, man. And you get sent to Vider. <laughs> I just think that's... At the same time, though, the, don't feel too good for the guy going to Japan. Yeah. He's going there to try to spread a Christian religion, a Western religion, something they give absolutely no shits about over there. It is such a small population but, of Japan that actually worship like Western beliefs. But every Monday... They get Mondays off, Mormons that get Mondays oh, yeah. off, and they're able to go and like sightsee and oh, yeah. travel the place. But just remember, you're walking through. I mean, I don't like to sugarcoat anything. I'll tell anybody, yeah, go to Japan, have all the fun you can have. But just remember that deep down inside, the Japanese people are judging you. <laughs> they are looking at you. That that look, like that old Japanese lady. Don't be like, oh, she's not looking at me hard. That's just how she looks. No, she's looking at you hard, dude. She's like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? They they are really a xenophobic people. They don't like like they like. Did you hear about the the, the anime or the manga, whatever you know, the the manga that was written about uh, Jesus and Buddha? You ever heard that one? No. So there's a manga that, that a guy wrote about Jesus and Buddha being a gay couple in Japan <laughs> trying to understand Japanese culture. Because it's, it's esoteric to them. It doesn't make any sense. Japanese culture doesn't. Uh. And um, there was an episode where they had Muhammad as a character. And as you know, um, people get really butthurt if you try to draw a picture of him. Yeah. So not only did they draw a picture of him, I think he was like kind of a drag. Or you know, like a, like they, it, the, the book is about gay people, but it's just like you know, holy religious iconic figures. Yeah. And um, the the literal Muslim population of Japan were calling for that guy to like get arrested, have all of his money taken from him. You know, he, has, he needs to go to court. He needs to pay for this. And the literal Japanese government themselves went out to the protest and was like, "We don't fucking care about your religion." Uh, everybody pack up your protest signs and go the fuck home. <laughs> we don't care here in Japan. <laughs> they were just like, he's a manga artist. He can draw whatever the fuck he wants. We let dudes draw pictures of 12-year-old girls having sex. Do you really think that we... My God. Yeah, I mean, no, no, I'm being serious. No, 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 yeah. yeah. Japan's all like, we will allow a cartoon about a 12-year-old having sex with a full-grown man. But if you think we're going to bat an eye because your religious figure was put in there... No, we're Japan. We don't give a shit. Yeah. And that's how they treat it. And I'm... And I applaud them for it. I'm like, good for you for not bending over backwards over a bunch of bullshit. A guy drew a comic book, so he has to have all of his money taken from him. You know, no, fuck all that fuck stupid that shit. shit. Uh, that is some stupid shit right Ed there. Ed Ray, your thoughts on uh, what we were talking about and Japan having a Mormon sector? Well, Mormonism is just a terrible religion, just like... <laughs> like uh, Mormonism is a terrible religion, like Catholicism... And Jehovah's Witness, 
Those three are bad. Isn't Jehovah's Witness another sect of Catholicism? Just like Mormonism? I think Mormon... Yeah, no, no. I, I didn't realize how much Mormonism was Catholic oh, until, yeah. until talking to these people. Well, yeah, because... You, you know, most Christian sects had to pull it from somewhere... And there were like two major ones that everybody steals from, and that's the Orthodox and the Catholics. And um, like, in my opinion, whenever you watch movies of like church, like in like the church, and it has like like gold like swag everywhere and stuff. Yeah. That's the that's Eastern Orthodox. That's like the Russian people. That's like their churches where there's literally like gold on the candlesticks. Catholic is like the depressing Christianity when people actually think about Christianity and they think, wow, it's like a depressing religion. That's that's a Catholic. That's that's, that's oh, yeah. Catholic. They're the ones that are all like, oh, Mary, full of grace. And then you got your your lazy Christians. I know this is gonna get, <laughs> this is gonna get some. Then you got your lazy Christians, the ones that claim they follow the rules but they don't because little do they know there's like eight thousand rules yeah, in that book. Yeah. And they only follow like three of them, really, or no, ten of them. You know, there's yeah. like eighty, there's like eight thousand laws, rules, and parables in that whole fucking book. And most people just focus on the ten because it sounds official. George Carlin said that ten sounds fucking official. <laughs> you think Moses would have fucking succeeded if he would have came down? These are the eleven commandments. Fuck you, get out of here. <laughs> Doesn't sound official. <laughs> Ten's fucking official. There's a one and a zero, and all the other big numbers are based off of the decimals of 10. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, 100, 200, 300, 400. You see what I'm saying? It's all based off 10. So 10 commandments sounds pretty official. Then when you start trying to like rip on that and make up your own shit, you know, you start getting one of my favorite stories in the Book of Mormon. I it's so, <laughs> it, it's it's comedic gold. So Joseph Smith tried to write like a Jesus equivalent. Yeah. You know, he he had to have a guy that got fucked up too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think his name was like Lehi or something. Yes. And in the book though, it literally describes that his brother like you what happened to Jesus? You know? Whips, fucking spikes, fucking you know, <laughs> He got Lehi's brothers used to tie him to a tree and beat his ass with sticks. It is Quite literally the biggest comedy I have ever heard of in my... Like, they, Jack Black and them made that movie year one. Somebody should make a movie... Like, I know Matt Stone and Trey Parker have to play the Book of Mormon. Yeah. Somebody should make a... Like, a, like a remember how they tried to make Noah? Like an action movie? Yes! They Ooh. should make one with Lehi where his brother's just tied to a tree. And then, then like, it's, it's directed by Quentin Tarantino. So instead of breaking out sticks, they break out baseball bats. They just start beating the fuck out of their younger brother while he's tied to each other. They just wail on him for like a day straight, you know? <laughs> and he's all like, ah! You know, like, oh you, you have him, they put a crown of thorns on his head, they kick sand into his eyes, they knock over his sandcastle, you know? They, they take his cookie that he was eating, they throw it on the ground, they step on it, you know, all the bad stuff that could happen to you. You know, they they take they took his favorite book, they ripped a page out of it. Just all the worst things that could ever happen to you. You know, they spit in his sandwich. They did. You're saying in the movie do in that? The, in the movie, it should be like that to show just how bad it was. Well, they they say that he came from. They gave him noogies whenever he didn't want them. He was related to. Jesus or something? Well, no, Joseph. Oh. They're saying that Mormonism 
is like related to Joseph, Mary's husband or something? Well, no, because like it depends on who you're talking to in Mormonism. I watched the old cartoon that describes like long ago it was conceived that a spirit child named Elohim Elohim <laughs> went to earth and Elohim uh, was a god who dwelled over a terrestrial planet like all Mormons when they died you know they believe you get to be a god of your own world See, I'll, I haven't got there yet. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've, I haven't got my there buddy yet. Brendan, my buddy Brendan really, really milks people of all of their religious and occult knowledge. He acts like he's so ready to join, so that they just start spilling their guts. Yeah, to they him. haven't said the that yet. So like, Elohim, yeah, is God. It was, it was like God slash Jesus, blah, blah blah. We all know how they're all the same person in those mythologies. No, they don't believe that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They believe that there's like a separation between Jesus and God. Yeah, because like, that, I think that's the biggest difference between them and Catholics is they don't believe in, like, the Trinity. And they don't believe in, like... Uh, also, they're right in line with the Jews, though. That's just hilarious. Yeah. Like, fucking Catholics and Christians and fucking Episcopal... They're all like, Jesus was the son of God. And Jewish people are like, no, he was a prophet. But good good pick. And they're like, you know, then, you know, we had, you know, you know 4,000 years of war between Jews and Christians <laughs> because... One group believed he was the actual son of the magic yeah. man in the sky, and the other group believed, like, no, nah, he was just a smart guy. I mean, I per- I, I find that the story pretty crazy. I no, I, I in, in like a in like a, I like the story of Jesus. If you look at it, if, to me, if you read the Bible as fiction, it's one of the worst fiction stories ever written. It jumps all over the place. The narrator doesn't have any grasp on anything that's actually. Well, no, happening. it's not. Well, no, it's not. It's not. No, the Bible is multiple different books. Well, that, that, well, it's a library. That, that's what I'm saying. As a as a whole book, or even as a like, if I was reading this as a fiction book, like Lord of the Rings, yeah, because that's how I read religious books. I, I imagine okay. that I'm reading a book written by a guy trying to sell science fiction to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So as I'm reading through it, I'll be like, oh yeah, you know, only two people. That's where we all come from. <laughs> Only two people. Then I keep reading the book, and the narrator jumps ahead. You know what I mean? Like then, then the books jump ahead because well, it's because who's writing it, right? And that's the shittiest way to write a story. You know, J.R.R. Tolkien. Well, it's not. It's, uh, it's not the same story. It's the. It's a it's well, different yeah, story. I get it. Inside. A bunch of fucking. These are the first books. Whatever. That's what. That's what no. They're not. No. no, no. People no. were writing on turtle shells thirty thousand years before the but Bible the, was ever a but thing. But this is a library of the uh, of a bunch of dudes' drug trips. Fine. It is the library it, of a bunch of dudes' drug. But it's trips. not like one big book. It's a library of different books that has some so that's somewhat. And it's funny, like Edgar oh. Allan Poe's collection is even thicker than it. So there's more stories, <laughs> in it, and they're better stories. Too. I'm just saying. I like the stuff. Don't you don't you think it's cool that uh yeah you don't think it's cool but don't you think don't you like the idea that like uh see I, I got to fight the, the the Mormons because they don't believe they don't believe that uh the Jesus line where right. he, where he's like uh the reason why he was killed was because uh you know he told the guy he's like are you the son of God just say you know are, just say are you the son of God you know and uh, I might let you go you're not doing any crimes and he goes are you the son of God and he goes me and my father are one and the same. And essentially saying that he is God. It was, the, it was the line that finally made him say, fuck. He's like, the, the, the guy's like, fuck. And he goes to the, like, look, I'm going to give you one. I, I don't want to kill you, but you just said that. 
And, like, I'm going to give the people a chance to decide. So he goes, like, do y'all want to say Jesus or Barabbas? Right? And then the and then the, the church bribes the crowd to... Uh, get Barabbas. To right? get Barabbas. They kill him. Uh, he's like, God, why have you forsaken me? He dies, resurrects. But the I whole idea... Them, Father, because they know not... But what I was they trying... They were, they were saying, like... But the, so the Mormons keep asking me, like, why did... Well, why did uh, Jesus come down? I'm like, well, if you believe what he said that him and God are one of the same I believe that you know if Jesus was God that he came like the point the point of that was to come down he wanted to uh, get a get the perspective from a person his creation and this is like the greatest Frankenstein story ever you know like Dr. Fra- Dr. Frankenstein type of thing well it just it contradicts itself right there in that story Hmm? Supposedly he's all knowing. Why did he have to go through with this whole experiment? Well, you're, you're he's all knowing of. Uh, it, it, but have you not? But, but he wanted to experience not knowing. Perhaps he no, wanted he, to but, have but, the but human when experience. You, no, when you listen to Jesus, well, he knew he was going to die. He knew he was going to die. He knew he was going to die. He so, knew he was God. But, but, he knew he was the Son of God. Hey, he knew that he was going to heaven. He knew that there was a heaven. Being all knowing doesn't mean he's all experienced. Well, no, okay, so... You know what I mean? He's that, never experienced That boils down to that stuff. same argument, though. If God was truly the word omnipotent, meaning all-knowing, yeah. all-powerful, all-seeing, uh, could he make a burrito so hot that not even he could bite into it? If so, if he can make that burrito that's so hot, he's not all-powerful. If he yeah. can't, then he's not all-knowing. Or like... Yeah, if, if he can well, make the burrito and bite if, into it, then he's not all knowing. Unless he if knows, he can't, he's not all powerful. Well, that's why I suggest. Can he make a boulder that he can't lift? Well, that's why I suggest he knows every possible outcome and not necessarily the the outcome. Right, and but still, all of that is just um, everything it boils down to is ancient mud man's drug yeah. trips at them trying but, to clamor against but the idea, a cold, unexisting. The reality. idea that Jesus was God and he came down to experience everything that he. It's so lame to me. Be, and then, well, he goes as far as even doubt of himself. You know what I mean? Right, because the guy... I think that's, I think that's like the coolest. Like he, he goes, he's on the cross being nailed. Why have I forsaken my... Like, why? Like he, he's so far to even doubt the existence of his own self. I've read deeper shit in comic books. I dude. just feel like that's... Like that's the, a cool... There's story. deeper oh. shit in your average comic book. And it all comes from the Bible. Yeah, it comes from a bunch of dudes tripping mushrooms. And but all of that, I, 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 don't you think every story is almost like a a play on like the stories that we've received from the Bible? No, they're not. Kind of like the I just said Frankenstein. He, he gets killed by his own creation. Well, no, that's you doing a mental gymnastics. That's compare, not a mental yeah, gymnastics because Jesus. Because okay, Victor Frankenstein dug up corpses and built a body. Okay. Okay. According to the Bible, God impregnated a fourteen-year-old or however old Mary was. Then she wasn't a full-grown fucking adult, according to all the other books that are not the Bible. It definitely states she's not like she was fucking 20, you know? So, God impregnates a young girl with magic, a baby... With himself. Yeah, with himself, with magic, and then... Well, she... I think she... Pray, I, and then I don't think she could give birth. And then experiences life See? as a human being. <clears throat> For some reason, he had to go learn from the Chinese, even though he was... The son of God, and God supposedly knows everything. He had to go and learn from the Chinese. Yeah. It's just a bunch of... Look, in my opinion, all religions were invented to to control people's minds. Yeah. To get people to do what you want them to do without having to force them to do it physically. You just convince them that you're right. Okay? 
And that's all it ever has boiled down to me, and that's all it ever will be to me. Every time I read a Bible story, like Brendan used to always go on this tangent about like, oh, you don't think the story where Jesus picks up the guy and throws him through the cloth when he found everybody gambling in the temple and he got pissed? You don't think that story's cool? And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that story's cool. As a matter of fact, that story has shit for setup. Yeah. The action, I mean... I, have you ever seen fucking John Wick? Well, to be he fair... He picks a guy up and throws him. To be fair, these are all rough translations. It's so... Maybe maybe the original story is good. And <laughs> we translated it poorly. Well, no, no. Because like, <laughs> it's kind of like when somebody says, like, oh, that band used to be good with their first two albums, and then they started sucking. Okay, no, no, no. There's only, <laughs> there's only like, three logical explanations. One, they've grown. Two, you've grown. Three, they were never that good to begin with. Good stuff, though. Uh, so, whenever I have to think about like the exact number of people who died yeah. because somebody tried to fucking wield that shit like a sword, yeah, you know, I find it hilarious that in ninety percent of the documentaries I watch on World War II, they leave out just how religious the Nazis were. Oh, really? They always tend to leave that part out that Hitler was a fucking Catholic to the core. I mean, Catholics are bad, though. You know what I mean? Like, they just like to leave this shit out because it doesn't paint the picture that the church wants to be painted of them. I love how they love to roll their eyes and say, like, look, we shouldn't be held accountable for the shit that we did 5,000 years ago. Times have changed. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, then how come little boys are still getting fucked behind church pews? And we're going to get right into that, but we have hit a nice halfway point. Let's break out the second beer. This is the strawberry, the strawberry, the strawberry, the strawberry blondes, the strawberry variant of the same beer we were just drinking. It's kind of sweated condensation due to the change of temperature in the room. A can will sweat cold retention on the can. Oh, man. That's a, that was a nice blonde, but now we're breaking into this strawberry. So it's the it's pretty much the same beer with a strawberry kick kick to it. A clean, crisp Blondale with a lick of strawberry. Strawberry Blondale coming in at 5%. This, it, oh, it's, it's 0.6% less than this one, but it's 5%. Made with 100% real fruit. Like, but, I grew up in a house where parents try to fucking wield that shit against their own kids. You know what I mean? You do something bad, your parents tell you, or if you keep doing that, you're going to go to hell. Yeah. And then you look at them, and you listen to some of the stories they've told you from your pat from their past, and you're like, well, go fuck yourself. I'll see you there. Well, uh... You, you, but then, you know, like the argument I always get into with my dad, I forgot, Dad, you wake up every day and say, I'm sorry to the book. Which, according to the New Testament, you can do as long well, yeah, as that's why that's Well, that's why he went through and everything. Like, well, no, and then, then I'm like, okay, Dad, so look, <laughs> just remember, you can be as big as a fucking dick as you want every fucking day. Just yeah. as long as you wake up the uh, next morning and you really mean it and you say you're sorry. It's like when two kids are on the playground and one of them shoves the other down. Then one of them goes and tells the teacher and the teacher grabs the one that pushed the other one down. And she says, you... 
Tell him you're sorry. And he fucking rolls his eyes and he says, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> he didn't mean no, it. No, no, he didn't mean it. And that translates all the way into our adulthood. Yeah. When somebody has ever done something to me and then they turn right around and they say, I'm sorry. I don't care how you say it. Fucking put your hands in your head. Fucking rub your forehead. Say, man, you look, crazy, Tyler, man. I, don't, I, I can't believe what I did, Adam. The, I can't believe what I did, man. Look, I just want you to know from the bottom of my heart, the, I am so sorry. I will look you in the eye and I will tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> because that sorry doesn't mean shit to anybody but you. And you just want me to yeah. make you feel better. Uh, you know what's crazy, though? I was kicked, I was kicked out of a church. Uh, but the, the church I was kicked out of, we went to like a Bible study once with this older lady. And... Uh, it was the most interesting. I always remember this, and Keenan will bring it up too if he ever comes back on, and we t- ask him about it. But uh, we're going through it. She goes, "I believe every word in this book. I believe every word in this book." So the earth was made in seven days, except this one. Yeah. And then she reads the one that says that, like, all the law- the laws of the Old Testament don't matter anymore. Oh yeah, that's cool. yeah. <laughs> she goes. And she goes, accept that one. She doesn't believe right. the, the line where in the New Testament where it says the Old Testament is null and void because of the death of Jesus. Yeah. And so I thought that that without that will always stick with me. Like, I believe every word in this book except this. And she was well, no. so like confident. My, my grandma did the exact same thing. One of my grandmas said the exact same thing about the um the whole like um, anti-gay thing yeah. in the Bible, she was like, "Oh, I believe everything in that book except that right there." And I was like, "Really? You're deciding now which one of the parables <laughs> matter and which one of the parables doesn't matter? Were you there four thousand years ago when they were written?" Oh, <laughs> and then I'm just like, "And you know, half of their shit was stolen from the Chinese. The Chinese found out how to write on turtle shells like twenty thousand years before anybody else even knew what paper was." Man- I'm not sure strawberry's better than regular. Uh, I mean, it's got an okay smell. You can really get you can, down. Oh you, know, oh, you know what? You can smell the strawberries, though. You can smell the strawberries, and if you really get down on the whiff. Mm. I'm not sure it's better. I'll tell you why I think it's better. Okay. For anybody out there who's ever made the comment that beer tastes like piss, this doesn't. And it's the same alcohol, just about, as that blonde. I could drink this at any point. Hot day, cold day, summer day. You know, working hard, hardly working. I could drink that. I give this one a 7 compared to that one 6. I give the strawberry a 7. And it actually tastes like strawberries once you get a few good oh, yeah. sips of it. Maybe, maybe I'm just not getting enough strawberry. On the after breath, when you burp. I wonder if I have COVID. I have fucking COVID or something. Yeah, you've been complaining about your taste buds being off, off key ever since you had COVID. About what, a year ago, two years ago? I can't remember. I mean, I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's got a little bit better of a kick to it than the last beer did to me. It's got a little bit better of a, like a, a snappy strawberry crisp bite. If it... To me, it's uh, if it's smoother than the other. Yes, one. that's another word I was looking for. It's, it's smoother. Yeah, smooth. it's smoother, less pissy. Smooth. Yeah, <laughs> less. And I think it's probably the fruit juice. You know, the fruit juice is probably adding. At that, it's probably it's, it's probably not as bubbly either. I just 
gave it the old Texas oh, try. Oh, yeah. It's not as it's that It's that fruit juice. Not, yeah, that, not only is it smooth, it also tastes like fresh strawberries. Yeah. So, like, the last one had a lot of bubble content into it. Like, oh, you were okay. trying to chug a seltzer water, you know, all those bubbles. Yeah. This, you could just... And that, maybe, yeah. maybe you'd get a burp. Maybe you'd get a burp. Yeah. <laughs> see, look, like this one, the last one when I poured, I know the people at home can't see, but the last one when I poured, that's about as wide as my pinky. The last one got a full head on it. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. Like, the head retention on this one's weaker, but the flavor, the flavor, man, it's really good. I mean, it's retaining. It's just smaller. Yeah, so yeah it's just not retaining as much. Like, a smaller head. Yeah. Oh, man. No, but funny enough, this conversation we've been having, Adam, I've been having this conversation with my dad for like the last five years. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, just last week, my dad was all like drinking beer with me, and he was like, my old, the older members of my family do this thing will, um, where they'll like say something, and then like they're expecting you to go off of it. <laughs> like So like say like hypothetically you were me and I was my dad, and we were just sitting here in silence. Okay, he might go like, Man, I just can't believe that. And then he won't he won't say anything else after he says that. It'll just be one deep breath and he'll be like, ah, I just can't believe that. And he's wanting you to say, you can't believe what? <laughs> so then he can turn around and give his whole spiel because you see, you ask. <laughs> you ask to hear it. So that's what he did the other night. He was all like, oh man, I just can't believe this. And I was like, what? And... He gave me the whole, like, I just can't believe that a man like me, you know, I, I've been a God-fearing, I've feared and respected and, and worshipped the Lord my whole life, and I don't know how I raised an atheist. Oh my God. And I was like, exactly, that first part of your sentence. You were a devout Christian your whole life, and you served and feared the Lord, and, well, your son just doesn't see why you fucking do it. You can't tell me it's because your life is blessed. You lived in a you live in a double wide trailer with your handicapped younger brother living with you, eating up all your money and running up all your bills. Like that's not blessed, my friend. That's cursed. You can be mentally blessed. Oh, uh, my dad's a pretty mentally unhealthy guy. Dude, all the PTSD. <laughs> Maybe not. Who knows? My dad suffers from PTSD and doesn't even admit it. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, he's not blessed. Now, now the second, uh, the second half of this podcast, I do want to um, ask uh, a secondary question. You know, it's funny how every family that I've ever met that openly states, "Oh, we are blessed," they just so happen to be in the middle upper class bracket oh, yeah. of money being made. I'm like, "Oh, you're blessed, all right. Oh, my God. Yeah, lucky you with your in-ground uh, swimming something, pool." Something, something interesting happening in the Mormon uh, community. In the in the back in the in the hush hush side of things, and I didn't learn this from my Mormons. I learned this from an ex, like a guy who's been in the Mormon church for a while, and he's like ex Mormon now. Young girls getting passed out to old guys. No, like boys. Like, oh yeah, like like, like that. And that's why like, and it kind of is carrying over from this like Catholicism, like this Catholicism attitude of like these these like uh, the uh, church, the leaders of the church type of thing. Like there's a council. There's these leaders of the church that are like... So, like, do any of y'all watch Vice? The Vice documentaries? You know, uh, that Vice, the series, Vice, they make a documentary. I know of it. So, like, Vice did an episode about, um, like, they, well, that's not like an episode. They do this series where they put people in, like, masks to make them anonymous and they distort their voice. Yeah. But there was one guy who did an episode called The Hotel Parties 
of the extremely wealthy. And he, he started off by describing, do you know the difference between rich and wealthy? The parties? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> say, say hypothetically we have two guys. One guy has like $10 million in the bank. Is he rich or wealthy? I say rich. He's rich. Now, what about some guy who's like... Family was in the oil companies back in the 1808, and he has had a trust fund for like $10 million since he was 16. That's a wealthy person. The type of parties that the wealthy people throw in this country and in this world are so debauched and depraved. This guy, he's, he was all you know decked out to be anonymous, but he was saying, like, I work in luxury hotels. Hotels where the nightly pay that you're going to pay for a room can vary anywhere between $200 a night for one of our lowest rooms and like $1,800 a night for one of the upper rooms. He said these people would come in and rent the whole hotel out. Jesus. Which, which is like $500,000 a night to do that. And they would rent it out for like four days. That's $2 million. Yeah. That means you have that kind of money to blow. And the guy said, after after the uh, the party was over, he said, one of my cleaning staff said, you know, he said, I was the head guy. He said, one of my cleaning staff said, sir, I need you to come in here. He said, we went to a bathroom that looked clean, and he turned on a black light. And he said, not just signs of, you know, sexual fluids, but also, like, other bodily fluids, like blood. He said it was, like, all over the ceilings. All over the walls, he said, and the cleaning staff guy said, fucking how? Jesus. how does this, there's semen and blood stains on the roof under this black light. You can't see it when the black light's on. My God. So how, so, you know, you're going to tell me, uh, you know, oh wow, Mormon priests, they're fucking little boys. Yeah, they probably have been since the dawn of Mormonism. But, but. The, here, but here's, I guess here's the question I'm Everything trying to Everything in this world is why? corrupt from the ground up. But what, what is going on? Because... Why uh, do the priests feel the need to fuck children? Well, I, well, Isn't that weird? You, is that weird? It is weird. You know what I'm going to ask you though, Adam? What? Have you ever heard the term the human condition? Like the term... Like, yes, I've heard the term. from the human condition? Yeah. Yeah. How's that human conditioning to we, fuck no, children? No. We all suffer from... The human condition, and the condition of humans is, is that we are unwell. But we are an unwell creature. But but like, I feel like it's it's it seems to be it's a wide known. I'm gonna say fact. It's a wide known fact that we as we as human humanity, the one thing that we all share, even like. Even like some like I hate to blow your mind, but you're about to be really wrong when you finish this statement. I know. Go ahead. Wait. Uh, something that we all share is uh, is the protection of uh, children, I guess. Okay, no. Well, no, I know some people shoot children at fucking school, but those are like those are teenagers no, too. So you're thinking like, about America. You're thinking too small. You're thinking about America. There are countries where kids are used as bombs. There are countries where kids. That is true. Are, there are countries where kids are used as labor. There are countries where kids are used as sex trafficking prostitutes. There I, are countries where kids. Why are, is that ingrained to us in America to like like these are like because we well like, even no no because even in the Bible though it says that children are like uh what does it say children are what gone innocent innocent the innocence of children like we like we are like we, like we as humans and as. Right. Like, the Bible like, also, even as an animalistic, even if the Bible also says, but even spare if the rod spoil the child, even if 
Even if you believe in you know, a... You know what the rod was, right? I mean, we literally know what a it was. A cane? We literally know what it was. The rod... The rod was a piece of metal yeah. that dudes used to have. And it wasn't a cane. It wasn't to walk. No, it was meant for but one that's, purpose. That's, it was meant to whack yeah, things. Disciplinary, but... Beat the child is what they were saying. Take that piece of metal and wear his ass out with it. Hold him down. But what's a child the to child. them, though? Yeah, well, uh, funny enough, a, a child to them was something. Uh, he was a man by the time he was 14, in most cases. We still consider that a child. Okay. But, so beat the child. Beat the kid I mean, like your, not, your son's not, age. They're not beating. He's seven. He's seven. Yeah, no. A, a dad back in those days would have been hitting that kid already. Is that the age to hit? Like, what's like? I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying. We live in. A, I'm trying to because, deuce yeah, it. It's because we live in. We have lived in a country that has had the privilege of being a first world country pretty much since its inception. We rebelled against a greater nation. We built another great nation right alongside it. We've never been Thailand. Never in the history of our country have we ever been yeah. like Thailand, where there's like. But in that sense, though, we are a part of that nation. Why would why is why hasn't that punched through to the Catholic Church and the Mormon Church? Why? Well, because they've been what's going on in they've their been society? propagating it for the past like three thousand years. In my opinion, it's not like this shit ever started recently. The first time somebody ever found a priest fucking a kid, they should have realized that priests have been doing this since the first asshole wore a black robe and called himself a priest. Uh, did you hear that? Uh, it's, I think, like, so, how long have they been doing it since they since they've called it yeah. Christianity? Ha, didn't you? Did you hear uh, that Plato fucking touched children? All Greeks did. Oh really? That's where we get the term pedophile. I think it's called like a ped- uh, pedagogic relationship. It's whenever you wanted your son or your daughter to have a trade. That, well, I know Aristotle, I guess, so called like, Plato out on it, but yeah, I didn't well, know. Yeah, if a like, lot of people used to call people out on shit yeah. like that in the past. But the way that it worked was like I think it's called like a pedagogic or a pedagogic or so there's somebody that'll correct me. <laughs> but um, the way that it works is is that like you find a guy who's like the best blacksmith. In your whole county. Yeah. And you send your son to live with him. And he's going to teach your son how to be a blacksmith either just as good as him or better. He just gets to fuck your son. That's weird. Got people used to do it all the time. I want my daughter to be a countess. I'm going to send her to live with a countess. And then the countess is going to fuck your daughter. Lesbian style. Probably even let her suitors get in on it. That's strange. People have been. You don't think, I, I'm sorry. There's a comedian that I heard like a month ago. <laughs> no, no, there was a comedian. It was a great joke because I'm I'm all about jokes that push the boundaries. But yeah. like, there was a guy who said like, you know, I have this little pencil mustache. I've been growing it out. He was making fun of himself, like any good comedian would do. He's making yeah. fun of himself. He said like, I got this little pencil mustache, and everybody says, "Man, you look like a pedophile." And he was like, "But I don't think that little kids are attractive." He was like. Sometimes if I'm drunk, I think teenage girls are attractive, but that's called a hebophile. Okay, and then right, right, there's pedophile, then there's hebophile, and then he mentioned like the third one, and he said, and I just realized that you can't describe this without sounding like a pedophile. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what a hebophile is? Someone who's attracted from the age of... 11 to 14, am I right? right? And and then the term after that is ephibophile. Ephibophile, yes. 
So there's a pedophile who likes kids before puberty. There's a hebophile who only likes kids who are going through puberty. And then there's an epiphophile who likes the who likes them all the way up until adulthood. They're still kids. But then there's that cutoff point. So with that in mind, the fact that we have words like this and definitions like this and they come, their entomology comes from places like ancient Greece yeah. and Turkmenistan and ancient at China. They, at least they've always been condemned. Well, not always condemned necessarily. That's a, I said a countess. You know what a countess is? A very rich and powerful woman. You can still condemn a rich and powerful well, woman. Yeah, you could, but I mean, what could you do really? <laughs> I mean, but... You can wave your fist and say, I like, don't agree with what she's doing. Yo, yo, yeah. But, that, but she's writing but, the laws. But but do you not... See, but people, even though people are doing this forever, do you not think that there's always been people that are like, whoa. Well, yeah, no, because there's always been victims of it. There's always been those who suffer from it, and those who suffer from things hate things that they suffer from. Yeah. Damn. If, you're, if your only choice... That was, for, like, for, that was the realest thing you've ever said in my life. <laughs> <laughs> if your only choice is my farmer will be a dirt farmer like me or in exchange for pain to his body, basically, he will learn how to become a blacksmith, which in the hierarchy of our society, me being a dirt farmer, the blacksmith is like three steps above me in society. Wouldn't it be nice if my son was three steps above me in society? Because people... The one thing I hate when people talk about ancient man is how they act like ancient man had our problems. Like they were bored. <laughs> they were trying to figure out shit to do. No, your life was probably sit, cut into three thirds. Yeah. One third anxiety. Where are you getting food? Where are you sleeping? Do you even have a home? You have to build one now. Do you know that the wilderness is dangerous and there are things out there that can kill you? So one, you feel anxiety. Two, you feel... um. Like what is, drive, drive. You have you have you have to go farm today. Because if you don't farm, there's no wheat. If you don't get wheat, there's no bread. There's no bread. You go hungry. So, as anxiety, adrenaline. That's what I was looking for. So your life primarily consisted of anxiety, adrenaline, and sex, pleasure. Whether it came from sex or drinking or whatever you liked to do, those were what your life was basically split into. When your life is split so evenly between I've got a farm or I'm going to die and I've got to do this work to farm. When your life is split so evenly between that and okay, I'm done working, now I can drink or now I can unwind. When, when, when that consumes every bit of your waking life, you don't have modern day problems like we have. Yeah. They were focused on survival. Sometimes survival is dirty. Sometimes survival is nasty. And other humans know that. So you had dudes saying, like, I'll give your son a better life. Just tell him to come live with me. Yeah. And if that guy could prove to you just by looking at him that he was wealthier than you, that he was better off than you, you almost would have been considered a bad person back then for not taking the offer. You know what I mean? If you had no skill, if you were nothing, you didn't want your family being nothing. That's why so many cultures invented equitases. You know what equitases? Tell me. Warrior brotherhoods. That's why warrior brotherhoods became such a thing is because here are these guys who don't fit into the normal niche of society. A.K.A. they are violent. They are aggressive. But if you put all of them together, they'll do things like protect the village. They'll do things like 
go hunting, fight off intruders. You know, they become your protection. And they form a warrior equites, which is why, you know, anybody who's a homosexual that dishes on religion and stuff, I'm, I'm always on your side for that because, like, homosexuality and the equites are just as old as each other. That's why they formed the warrior brotherhood. It's one of my favorite jokes ever about anthropology. <laughs> Brennan told me this joke years ago. There are two anthropologists digging through a tomb, okay? And they find two bodies, the bodies of two males, buried in the same casket. And the older anthropologist says, well, look, these two men were very good friends. And the younger anthropologist says, well, hold on. The carving of them in the picture of the carving, they're the same height. Um, when people of this culture were the same height, that meant that there was a status of respect. And usually the only time people were carved together at the same height was if they were married. And the, the older anthropologist says, oh yeah, well, he, he must have been a pharaoh honoring one of his very close dear friends. And the guy says, but they're buried noses, the, the carving of them shows that they're buried noses touching. And he says, as you've showed me several times, teacher, you know, professor, when noses are touching, that means they're kissing in these ancient carvings. And the anthropologist says, very good <laughs> friends. And he says, but sir, look, in the carving, they're both naked. To which the older anthropologist gets up and shouts at the top of his lungs, they were very good <laughs> friends. Yeah. So, with all that in mind, that's why all of this stuff is hilarious to me. <laughs> it's because people don't even know they're, they're like the easiest anthropology ever. If I ask people, like, that's why I love asking people like um, about the Aztecs. Like, do you know why whenever guys like Cortez came in the 1600s and they heard stories about like El Dorado, the city of gold and stuff, and then they, they came to the South America and there was like nothing but jungle. And they thought that the explorers before them had lied. There were no cities of gold and giant roadways. Well, there were. It's just the guys who had gotten there 400 years before Cortez gave everybody smallpox by accident and it ran rampant through the jungle due to no modern medicine and they all died. And then Jesus. the jungle retook their society. Yeah. And now we are just now finding it with LIDAR, laser radar, that yeah. shows you what's going on beneath the ground. That's why whenever I meet people in life and they say things like, oh, I subscribe to ancient astronaut theory. Aliens came here long ago and taught us how to build shit. I, I'm always a little bit nervous that I'm about to find out that this person that I've just met is a racist. <laughs> because astro ancient astronaut theory is kind of racist. Especially when you look at these like white anthropologists saying like, Bro, how could these brown men in Pachatui build such incredible stone structures, especially with such precision in mathematics. Well, these brown, pathetic mud people could have never built something so engineeringly impossible. Well, they came from Atlantis, though. And then you look at that and you go like, like anytime I hear that about Egypt, every time I hear that about Stonehenge, anytime I hear that about Pot, uh, Ma uh, Machu Picchu, I think like, wow, you're a fucking racist. 
Oh, how oh, how could these primitive brown people have possibly pulled three thousand pound stones up a mountain? Ropes. Well, I think Ham. Uh, Ropes, manpower. Well, I think Ham married an Atlantean, and they kept the. Uh, you know who Ham is? I don't believe in Atlantis. You don't? No. 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 Atlantis was a was a society of multiple different. Uh, it's like it was like a it was a society of multiple different. That that spanned across the globe, multiple different island structures. You know well, that? I mean, like, look, we have maps in ancient Greece that clearly state that Atlantis is like right there, and it's not. You know, and then when we use submarines to go down into that water and look at things, we don't find like ancient destroyed temples. Or well, anything. that's. I think I think that's just where. Like the beginning of the society well, my, started, but well, I, I do think. Well, it, like, here's my problem with the fact that Atlantis, you know, could have possibly existed at all. The ancient Greek maps that we have found, they don't suck. Yeah. When they said there's an island right there, there was. They went to it, and then they drew it. So when they said there's a big ass island right off of these islands that's atlantis that's where the atlantean people come from that's where their capital is atlantis it's just not there yeah so either no it got destroyed or either a lot of dudes embellished the existence of a fictional city kind of like hominoptera and the mummy or it wasn't quite as big or advanced as people claim it was, and it was just a really tragic Pompeii scenario where we had another city-state that got absolutely fucked by nature. Yeah. Either way, though, I don't believe in ancient advanced technology. No, the fucking Egyptians did not have fucking electricity. No, no, you know no, I mean? no one's like, saying that, but... but uh, They didn't have flying fucking rocks and cars. Right. no. Like, but do I believe that there could have been a group of people who, just like the people from Pompeii, were wiped out and we just know less about them? Yeah, totally possible. Yeah. But I don't subscribe to anything ghosts, fucking Atlantis, ancient astronaut theory, religion. It, to me, it's all just a bunch of bullshit to like trick people into thinking about certain shit. I've had so many friends tell me, oh, if you go down Jap Lane... Yeah. Right here in fucking, yeah, I don't know, racist to say, ladies and gentlemen. But they say, oh, if you go down Jap Lane and you turn your car lights off and you get out and you walk around, you'll see shit and you'll hear shit. And every time they went, oh, man, Tyler, it was so scary. We heard this and we saw that and <laughs> we saw this and we heard that. And then I go and nothing. So either they all wanted to be scared so they saw shit, their brains tricked them. And then I went thinking, I ain't going to see shit. And lo and behold, because my brain wasn't trying to trick me into thinking, was that a ghost? What was that? What's that noise? Oh, something sneaking up on us? No, because I was just walking through the woods like, yep, it's the woods at night. You know, I'm from the fucking country. Like, I'm not a redneck like most of the people from around here in Viter. I've been in the woods woods. Yeah. You know, where there's like no people for 20 <laughs> miles in all directions. And all you can hear are like deer and screech owls and coyotes and shit. And so walking through the woods at night is not fucking scary for me. So then people are all like, oh, go down to Jab Lane, go down to Saratoga. It's so scary. <laughs> I'm like, we're in the middle of fucking town, dude. Like, what the fuck is so scary about this? Oh, there are ghosts. I ain't never seen one. Well, we saw it last time we were here. Why ain't it showing up now? Oh, it knows it can't scare you, Tyler. I've heard, I've had somebody say that shit to me before. Oh, well, the reason why the ghosts aren't showing up is because they know they can't scare you. 
<laughs> so why would they show well, up? Well, I would go scare you if they're in an interdimensional plane. And, oh, no. My whole thing is, it's just like, so that was my question. Like, oh, so they want to scare me. Now, it is strange that they want to scare you. That, that's, that's I'm funny. like, this is so dumb. It's pointless. I do believe in interdimensional uh, beings, though. But I, but I, I, but I believe they, they travel in a, uh, like a grid-like sphere. And so that's why we only see them in certain places. Like... Like, 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 maybe their, like, their plane of existence you know isn't like this, where they, they, it's more of like lines or like a graph. You know, like, they, I've done acid in my life. Yeah. And the first time I ever did acid, I did eight hits. Okay? Mm-hmm. Any acid guy will tell you that's way too much. It's way, way too much. Well, I just know that a lot of the sightings of, like, odd things, uh, I've been able to map out. Like a graph where it would connect to, uh, uh, what's the Greece place where all the gods are? Parthenon? Athens? Is it Athens? Yeah, the Parthenon in Athens? Yeah, it all like maps to there. Oh. Well. Like all from like Texas, like Texas, like where like, not Texas, but like that Mexico, where is it like signal doesn't work? And people think it's aliens? Oh, fucking Roswell, New Mexico? No, it's like somewhere in like Mexico, Texas. Anyways, it all it all maps out with interdimensional planes, and you don't believe in none of that stuff. Nope, because I've um I've done the equivalent to what a lot of people would call God, and uh, I've seen it before, and it wasn't that impressive. So, well, that's that's just your opinion, and that's cool because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are opinions and beer.